0: Welcome to episode number 54 of all the stream. I am Chris Sack here with my cousin and co-host Neil Carroll.
1: Welcome back to the pod, everybody. Welcome back.
0: Welcome back.
1: Neil. What do we got?
0: We both watched Dune. We did. The good one. Yes, apparently. (laughs) We both watched, at least the updated
1: dune um, yes
0: where before we dive into this where did you watch this
1: okay so i did take the time to go to the uh film studios the theater if you will
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: because and we're not getting any money from these people but if they would like to sponsor us we would take it i joined the amc Stubbs situation yes yes and so you get three uh, movies for free. or what, yep. not for free, but for twenty dollars. You can go three times a week. Um, That's which right. I think is awesome. Twenty bucks a month, it's a good deal if you just decide to go. However, I'm not gonna bury the lead. This was not an auspice- auspicious beginning to my AMC memberness.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: It didn't it it it
1: it didn't do it for me, dog.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to be good because we're going to have yeah. two separate angles on this. Because I oh. actually I enjoyed myself.
1: Did so, you? So where did
0: you watch it? So here's what happened to me. Mm. I am also a, an AMC A list member, and I used my movie for the week to mm. go see um, in the middle of the day. Ah, very nice. I went and saw Dune at a Dolby theater, you know, with the nice seats. Oh, nice nice sound and the nice screen. Right. And um, I think my the showing that I went to was at like 315 in the afternoon or something. Okay, we got an hour and change into the movie and screen blacked out. They lost power to the theater. Wow. So unusual. I left yeah. And I finished the movie at home.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, but I liked it. Did you really? But here's here's my so like all right. I, I have some notes here.
0: Okay. Let's. I don't hear know it. if
1: you took notes, but I, I took notes.
0: Here did not take notes as I tend to. Your baby child. girl. Yes, baby yes. girl. I'm, I'm, people can't see it, but I'm putting my co-host on the floor right
1: now. Yes. I'm being swept aside. Regardless, (laughs) here are my Dune issues. Uh, I liked the beginning, the the kind of internal monologue, because I thought, oh, all right, this voiceover, we're going to get more of the internal monologues like we did in the original, which I said I enjoyed. I thought that was a nice touch. We did not get it, that. It was like they gave us the, the voiceover in the beginning, and then that was the end of that. So I thought okay. that was a, a lost opportunity. Then I've been calling them Harkonnens for years. Apparently they're called Harkonnens, but that's a minor quibble. I think Tim, Tim, Tim uh, Timothy Shallott's
0: Timothy is, Chalamet.
1: There we go. Is equally strange and oddly shaped as Kyle McLaughlin, who played the character in the original. Okay. But, Before before I get into the rest of this, like, would you agree that this is just essentially the nineteen eighty something version, but in two thousand and twenty one, like it's the same. It's almost beat for beat. So yes, but what surprised me,
0: what surprised me Mm -hmm. was that they were able to go almost beat for beat. Only this time they did it well. (laughs) Yeah, I. Like, I think it was I more co-actually, Well, yeah, but that was the biggest issue for right. me with the first one was the lack of coherency, which they fixed, I felt like, in this version, yeah. and the, the visual effects, which obviously were fixed in this version. So the two biggest gripes for me from that first
1: Word movie, corrected. which
0: I stood stand by saying is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. The You know that this movie was good when I'm like, oh, I'm walking out of the theater and I enjoyed essentially the same exact movie.
1: Well, that's what interests me because you th- you enjoyed this film, but you feel its mirror image is the worst <laughs> film known to man.
0: It's It's not an exact mirror image though. It's like a very
1: blurry, foggy, like dirty mirror image. Foggy, dirty mirror image. Yes. I look, I, I do think it was beat for beat. I do think they did a better job of being more coherent. Uh, they fix a lot of the issues. I thought they could have done a better job with the blowing glue blue blowing glowing blue eyes okay of of the um Arrakis natives. Uh the my gripe comes in the form of I just thought it was boring and okay. perhaps, perhaps it was because they did a lot of expository dialogue and they Could were like be. we're really going to thread the needle on this one Like, we're really going to explain everything about, which is fine it was much needed but it's like What are we, you know, like, what is something going to happen? This is the equivalent to, but I think this is more boring than my example. It's the equivalent to uh, Fellowship of the Ring, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, that first one. Okay. It's like, we're three hours in and we haven't even gotten to the mountain yet. I thought that was crazy. Nothing happened at the end of this movie yeah but yeah but that also that uh, f-
0: that follows the book
1: that nothing happens in the book
0: the the fellowship of the ring that movie it, oh yeah is that's what the book was the fellowship of the ring cuz that was a three That was a trilogy three piece that set. book so it was a yeah. trilogy movie as well but again and, and like and if, if you're if us. if the gripe is that this it's an incomplete movie I can understand and you want to treat it as you know the you know part one and part two which they're kind of doing right right and if that's the but then that's a, a complaint that you have with a lot of movies like right. like you say with Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring oh, you essentially have to you have to take Lord of the Rings and say no the, just those three movies are really just one really long movie. But then you could also use that with um, movies that I know you like. You could use that with Avengers of Infinity War. You could use that Infinity. with Star Wars Empire Strikes Back.
1: I Agreed. And what I'll say is this. Those movies are doing something for those two hours. This movie I feel like it, it threaded the needle. It really explained a lot of stuff. But what did we do for Three hours. Um, so there was I, no there was no emperor. Okay, so we didn't get any of that. We
0: didn't see the emperor, and we didn't see Sting's
1: character. Right. No emperor, no Sting. And I, I didn't think I could think this, but the new Baron Harkonnen, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Stellan, Stellan Skarsgard, who I like. I think he was less. He was certainly less interesting than the original version in '84. Like he still floated, which I dug. He's still kind of a bulbous, odd-shaped, gross figure, but like there was nothing there. There was no flavor. I mean, yes and no, but at the
0: same time, no flavor. That's almost like saying, you know. Uh, not to get political here, but I can't think of a better analogy that what? Joe Biden is less interesting that, than Donald Trump. That doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean that he's worse.
1: That doesn't mean he's worse. That's a good point. That's well said. Well said. I just I mean, yes, like the original Baron Harconen, there was too much flavor on it. way too much. Yes, too much too much pepper. But this, it just didn't do it for me, dog. Also, I went into this cold, because I like, you know, COVID was strange. Uh, I watched one or two trailers. I, and I saw, you know, obviously Jason Momoa, all those good. Mm-hmm. I did not realize Skarsgård. I did not realize um, what's her name, who played the mother who was in Mission Impossible. Uh, yes,
0: I know who you're talking about. And Rachel uh, Ferguson or something. Yes, yes.
1: Um, didn't realize they'd be in it. Uh, Josh Brolin pleasant surprise didn't realize he was going to be in. that's right so you know there's a lot of names in this one a lot of names but i think used to ill effect like there was no if you're gonna do it a, a beat for beat like that was the thing even for doing a beat for beat version uh they did three hours and they didn't even tell the whole story that they told in 1984.
0: Well, so that's what makes it not beat for beat, right? That's that's the part because they expanded. On the one of the large issues with the first one is that they you have literally no idea what's going on. Correct. Oh, it's jumping from one thing to the next to the next to the next. Yeah. Which without explaining anything, so sure, did this movie take its time explaining some things yes i would say that but it wasn't like we were just getting a movie entirely made of expo- exposition Correct. we get a lot of for, first of all this is a beautiful movie in my opinion it's, it's, very it's yes it's, it's a very it's beautiful movie. movie they do a great job um with all of the effects the scenery everything like that um I was actually interested in what was going on. I was able to follow along what yes. I thought was an extremely complicated plot to say the least. And I was able to follow, follow along. And I'm okay with the fact that they're giving me a part two. This makes sense. They What they did was they gave us the... Um, and I'm just pulling up so yeah. that I know I know the names... They gave us the fall of the uh, Atreides family. Correct. That's what this movie was.
1: Right. They Which I'm, give us I'm fine with. So like, rest.
0: yes. Did they tell the entire movie of Dune? I wonder if you would like this more if you had never seen the 1984 film. Because you know that there's more after right. this.
1: See, now that's interesting. I had this conversation today with one of my friends. Because he read the book but never saw the original movie. Okay. And you and I have never read the book. We only saw the original movie. That's correct. So, I think it's possible. I do think it is possible. But, like, being objective, I really felt bored. Like, perhaps part two will be like the action-packed movie. It but they got to do like they got to make a change. They got to change it up. They had elements that I liked, like, like, uh, you know, the Benny Gesserit witches were still weird and crazy looking. Uh, I did. You know, I remember saying to you, I'm like, I hope they do that scene with the box. And, you know, it's like, what's in the box pain? And they did <laughs> that. They could have, yep. you know, they could have just added a little bit more spice to this movie, which is, you know, I. Uh, forgive the pun, because the whole movie's about spice, oh, yeah. mining spice from Arrakis. But, like, it could have just been, just give me a little bit more, you know, you don't have to chew the scenery, but let's pretend we're happy to be there. Like, let's pretend, you know, hey guys, we're making a movie. Like, let's ha- enjoy ourselves. I'm also, I'll leave it with this, I'm still waiting to be impressed by Zendaya. It just has not happened yet.
0: Well, she's she was in the movie for five minutes. Regardless, let's, let's not you know. Regardless, I have hinge not, all of know, our thoughts on Zendaya over yeah. five minutes in appearance in Dune. I
1: I'm not all my, I, you know Zendaya is serviceable in this film, but for her five minutes, I just have not yet found the role where she's like perfect for. Her.
0: I enjoy her in the Spider-Man movies.
1: Where? Let me She's ask you funny. This. She does a good is job. Is she the one? Is she the one that came from uh, uh, American Idol? Wasn't there a Zendaya or a Xanadu or a? No. That, I no, of the wrong no, no. No.
0: No. No. You're, you're thinking of, you're thinking
1: of someone else. She was okay. not on American Idol. So I don't know how we got her, but I, I, I think, think
0: she originated on like Disney or Nickelodeon
1: and you know and what that's worked her way up that's where that, that's like her real milieu movies yeah she needs to go back
0: she is a, she no she is apparently i've never i have not seen the show because i've heard it is an incredibly difficult watch okay um but she is apparently like very very good on the hbo series euphoria
1: euphoria okay
0: but that, it, like, she's supposed to be, like, incredible on that show. But that is basically about, like, very troubled high schoolers or something like that. And it's, gotcha. it's like, supposed to be, like, really rough to watch, especially if you're a parent, apparently. Apparently. Um, Word. So I, I just, I've never watched it because I don't feel like being, you know, depressed. Sad
1: for an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Every that's, week. That's, that's but, good... uh,
0: yeah, she's apparently very good at that. Um, and again, like I like her as MJ in, in the Spider-Man movies. you know. There's no sense that she's actually playing Mary Jane or not because she's just yeah. named MJ. But like I like her kind of dark, monotone, sarcastic sense of humor in those movies. I think that's a fun little aspect that she brings.
1: It's a fun little bit of business there. She, yeah. she's, she is at, at her most likable for me in the Spider-Man movies and I still don't really but that's, like her in the that's, Spider-Man movies.
0: That's essentially all I've seen her in. I right. haven't really seen her in, in much else. Um, Timothy Chalamet I, I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie period. I know everyone are everyone's a big fan of Timothy Chalamet. He's supposed yeah, to apparently be apparently he's important. an important yeah. up and coming star. Um well, I've never seen him in it. Do in you
1: think do you think this film does any favors for the actors in it?
0: Um any favors for the actors?
1: Yeah, like is is Josh Brolin better served today for having been in Dune or not?
0: I don't know if you can say and t- for a lot of the actors until you see part two.
1: Okay. See that, but that's like that's a kind of answers my question. It's like this movie exists, but I don't like, know there's that it's no one you know, there.
0: Listen, this was it depends on how you're judging it. Are you saying like, does this serve any of the actors as far as like, were there any groundbreaking roles in this movie? Um, probably no. not. Like, Josh I'll, Brolin's I'll character is not example. a groundbreaking role, right. But, like, was this a successful movie? Like, if I'm Josh Brolin, am I upset about having this on my resume? Absolutely not.
1: All right. I Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be upset about it. I don't think they should be proud of it at the moment. But the guy who I think was best served was Jason Momoa, because Jason Momoa finally played a different character than his usual. Like, I'm a big, strong guy even though he was like the the, the tough yeah, guy Momoa's
0: good because he's he like, did a, he had a great doing performance. his thing he's he's kind of he's basically playing almost like the han solo of of
1: the movie right which is a yes. different
0: part for him it is so not not
1: full Actually, on han solo I but think you know what i mean more, he's doing more of an indiana jones cuz he's smart and tough that's that's fine that's fine. You know, However he you want to like, say. No, this is how they express themselves. And then it's not he, being offensive. He's and out- was that, what's his name? Uh, The guy who spit on the ground. And Jason Momoa was like, no, no, it's okay. That's Javier Bardem. That's Javier Bardem. Yes. So like, I just, they really got a huge cast. And it was, they, I don't think they marketed this film well either. And I know it was a strange year, but like, it, you know because i was paying attention and i didn't really like i didn't look i didn't go to imdb to check it out I, I just went in but i didn't know half these people were in it i think the i think they had a tough time putting together teaser trailers and everything else because nothing actually happens like there is no action sequence in the film with the exception of of the the final attack on the city with the exception of the large Action sequence action that sequence. they have at the end of the film, but that's it. Like, it's at the it's, it's an hour two, it's in this, it, we're at two hours and 30 minutes, and then a fight breaks out for five minutes, and then they walk into the desert. If they put walking trees in this movie, it would be Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, but I love Lord of the Rings, I,
1: I know that you do, but like, like, I'm
0: fine with a, a slow paced movie yeah that's that's fine where if that's if that's the complaint like for me that's not a thing that like if there's a a slow pace and there was like no payoff in between at all like Mm. if you want to argue that the fact that you know it's a there's a part two and that's not the payoff then then okay but for me, you know, there was interesting stuff happening, even if it, though it was a slow pace. Like, it was, I was actually interested in the politics of what was going on, because I was actually able to understand what the politics, the politics of what was going were on. going on. I was able to understand what uh, House Atreides was doing versus, um, you know, Skarsgård, the the Harkonnens yeah. house, and you know how they get set up and i actually know what spice is now i had no idea right. what that was you know i i know what that is now um so like there's things like that and how you know it's a uh almost a it's a it's a commentary on um imperialism right and you know, how there are natives to that world and I'll, how they I'll fight say... against a larger empire and how they survive and right like which is very interesting too considering, you know, that's all stuff that like we are still talking about in oh in
1: 2021.
0: 2021. And this yeah. was a book written in the sixties.
1: Right. And it yeah, it absolutely still plays. I agree with you in your assessment. I would say If they made the original this way, I would prefer the original because I find it more interesting. I think while this is a better looking movie, perhaps, I think the original, crazy as it is, is a more interesting film to watch than this. This bored me, the original, even though I didn't know what the hell was going on it it held me because i was like that's colorful he's strange these are interesting things why is he doing that why are these why is he making those sounds but again it's like
0: the it's like a uh when you stop and watch a car wreck you're right like it's hard it's horrible but at least you you watched it it holds you for a second yeah i guess so like i liked I liked the improvements that they made on the obvious like flaws of the first. Film. Yes. I, I liked what they did with, um, with Baron. Harkonnen. I Harkonnen. liked the, I, I didn't mind what they did with the blue eyes. Like I thought that looked yeah. cool. I liked what they did with the shields. Yes. That was a, that was a nice touch. And they even explained that a lot. Cause like, right. I didn't understand how okay they have a shield how are they penetrating the shield in that the original slowly. now i actually understand how how even though they're wearing a shield they could yeah. still get killed i um i liked how they did the the one scene with that like little hunter uh, poison sting thing like yeah. that was that was cool um i liked that they pretty much ignored the voice gun weapons yes, altogether. Yeah. That was great that they did that. But I also like that, like I thought that I wasn't going to like the whole voice magic thing. Right. I was fine with it.
1: The kill word. Like there
0: was stuff like th- that where like from the original, I was like, oh, I don't know how they are going to do this in the next movie and have me take it seriously. And I was actually in um, so for me, I'm excited to see a second one. I enjoyed the movie. It's I'm actually interested in reading the book now.
1: Oh, that's fair. If you could believe it, I I am less interested in reading the book because I realize from the film how long the book must, must be. be, and so yeah. now I'm I'm less interested in reading it, but. So uh, it's interesting. Interesting that we have those two takeaways. Uh, a, a visually pleasant film. It's it's a, it's very monochromatic, but I think necessarily so because you're going from the darkness of the Harkonnen homeworld to the yes, you know, kind of just tan beige sand world of Arrakis. So I don't bl- I don't blame that. Like that's not the fault of the movie. That's just the the setting. Um, yep. so it's vis- but other like visually just the, appealing.
0: Fa- the fact that you can get even a decent movie out of a storyline that's again a commentary on imperialism yeah. where the only monster is just a giant worm you are on a desert desolate planet and it's all about planetary politics like if you described the plot of this to someone, yeah. you would be saying, Oh no, George Lucas is making another pre- like Crazy prequel star Wars, to star right? Wars. Yes. Um, so like that alone, I think is, is a uh, testament to its success. I would also just like to say too, um, I think it was very smart of mm. the filmmakers in, having a good assumption that they were going to make a part two in leaving out certain characters like sting the bad guy sting and uh the emperor who we never see and like dave batista's character is in it but he's not really in it that much true um i think that was smart to do because essentially what happened in this film is you lost half the main cast
1: right which is program. another
0: thing where, like, okay, there's consequences. Like, you lose uh, big characters like uh, Oscar Isaac's character, the father Atreides. Right, you lose right. Duncan, who's played by uh, Jason Momoa. Uh, you lose the uh, the the doctor, who was played by uh, Von Sydow, but was played by uh, Sharon Duncan Brewster, as I'm finding that out now. Sharon um, Duncan so- Brewster. So like you, you lose people like that. Um, I just, I, I think it was, it was, it was smartly done and I'm glad that they're making a part two, which has been confirmed.
1: And um, I will give it a chance because part two houses everything that I want to see. Yes. So I will wait and check that out.
0: That is fair. That is fair. Um, all right. Let us move on to
1: what do we got? What do we a got? The
0: trailer that came out this past oh, I... week. This is a spin off of a beloved movie that, that came out when we were children.
1: Oh, okay. spinoff
0: of the Toy Story
1: series. Yes, this is Lightyear. I have a very specific opinion about this. And, and in order to give you this opinion, I have to walk you through our childhood and, and see if you remember. Okay. Okay, take me through. I'm gonna take you there. The being at the shore, VHS, Lightyear. I think it was called that. Or Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, it was called. Do you remember this? Yes, animated I do film? remember
0: the, the cartoon, yep. Yes.
1: I enjoyed that cartoon a great deal. Watching this feels to me like it will be less fun.
0: That's um, how
1: I feel. Because okay. two things. One, you've eliminated Tim Allen in favor of uh, Chris. Uh, which grade? Chris? Pine. Pine? Pine. Pine? Platt,
0: Or sorry, Pratt. no, we're both wrong. Chris yeah. Evans. Chris Evans.
1: You've you've replaced so I cannot- I
0: would say that most most people, including me, would consider that a a vast improvement.
1: Are you serious? <clears throat> Chris- Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. I, I okay. Don't I don't know. All right. I mean Tim maybe, Allen's fine. Maybe the timing's Tim right. Allen- does a
0: great job with the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Absolutely. But like, this isn't the same Buzz Lightyear, which I think is an important distinction distinction because Tim Allen does a great job playing the voice of what like a toy Buzz Lightyear would sound like where this movie is essentially what that toy is based off of. The inspiration yes i guess this movie is supposed to be about the the situation that inspired the toy line and the cartoons and whatever from toy story
1: Uh, all right and that's my second point like i think it's grievous mistake to remove tim allen i also feel like this is not a distinction or a story any child that is enamored with Buzz Lightyear needs to be told. Like, I think anybody that is a fan wants to see Buzz Lightyear in space doing spaceman things. With He's like going to green be animals. doing spaceman things. Yeah, but this
0: seems... He's going on to other planets. He's yeah. this, this almost seems like... They are taking Buzz Lightyear, and they're putting him in like a like a lost in space kind of like fair. Star Trek situation where he's basically
1: out exploring space.
0: Well, which I'm all for.
1: All right, I, I'll you know I'll allow it. I'm just Is that saying. Fair? I think
0: because well, you get the clips fair, in the but, trailer like you see yeah. him on like weird space planets and stuff like that you see him get the cool space suit at one right. point like you you see
1: all this stuff like you know i just don't know that we need this is all i'm saying but do i'm we, rooting for them do we need
0: anything neil there are many things uh, we outside need of water world. and yes. food and shelter uh, uh, do yes. we need any of these movies that we're getting? No. Oh God, but do we scary? like them when they come? Absolutely. They are much needed. Why not? Um I'm I'm cautiously optimistic in this movie. Cautiously, cautiously optimistic. optimistic. I enjoyed the trailer. You know, it it gets the, the nostalgia going, but also, you know, it, it gets you thinking about infinity and beyond, you know?
1: Well, and it would be nice to get to, to see that well you I, don't
0: want to have him say it in the trailer
1: no, no you want was him a to say touch. it
0: in the movie yeah that was you a don't nice want touch. him to say it in the trailer
1: a very avengers assemble touch yeah
0: you gotta you gotta wait you, you gotta wait on it how about the fact th- that's a good point mm-hmm. is that you're now gonna get probably two of the most iconic and most anticipated lines both from Chris Evans. That, is a, that is a nice touch. 20 movies for Chris Evans to say Avengers Assemble, and he says it in Endgame, and everyone right. goes wild. And you know everyone's gonna be waiting all of this new movie for, for him to Infinity say to and Infinity beyond. and
1: Beyond. I agree. I'm, I'm I'm I want this to be good. I just think they're gonna screw it up.
0: Okay. Well, wow.
1: That's, I mean, I don't know it's how Pixar to put it. Though. Night, Pixar,
0: so. doesn't screw much up. Not much. Not much. They have screwed up movies, which is why I say due. cautiously optimistic. Yeah. But, hey, we'll, we'll see. Did we need another? Like, I, I like that they're doing something different. Okay. Like, there, there's certain things, there's certain movies, certain franchises where they'll keep giving you the same thing over and over again. And you do need them to spice it up. I like that. They're saying, listen, we've made four toy story movies. We have Buzz Lightyear. Let's do a. To- let's not just do the same thing over and over again. Like here's a solo Buzz Lightyear. He's a toy fighting Zerg or whatever.
1: Right. We've Zer- done
0: that. Been there, done that. Let's, let's do this new spin. Let's have an, like I said, an, a space adventure movie with, the with Buzz Lightyear, let's just do that.
1: I I will uh, I'll allow it. I'm just I'm well. I'm glad that as well. They've gotten your tepid approval. My my very tep, very lukewarm approval. Yes. Oh jeez, the my very the tepid movies are over approval. here. That's right.
0: Okay, let's let's move on to rolling what or trolling. Pay me for. Let's just move on to rolling or trolling. Oh my god. Do it up. Alec Baldwin. Yes. Was involved, unfortunately, in a fatal accident on set where a mm-hmm. prop firearm accidentally killed a crew member um, while filming his, his latest film. That is now uh, on pause while they are investigating the incident. But it does seem like as the stories have been told that. Um, they were practicing a scene, and Baldwin was told that he had been giving a cold gun, which yep. in the biz means it's not loaded. You're good. It's you're, there's if it's a hot gun, that means there's something in it. Cold gun means it's not fine. Yet. You're good. Play around, and he, you know, accidentally kills someone. I can only imagine how distraught Alec Baldwin is. Oh yeah, how distraught the the victim's family is considering this was all just completely needless. Um Neil, what do you what do you think about the whole situation?
1: Here's my here's this my... is a, there's really nothing to
0: roll or troll yeah in this one by the way. This is just like a news update that we yeah. should talk about.
1: I'm I'm gonna here's my hot take on this. Um guns are dangerous, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. You, you don't say. I'm gonna go there they uh they're dangerous and i think in like the the or the chain of command is essentially the producer's hire you know an armorer someone that handles weapons for films or whatever it is and that's that that person's job the right. person's job is to make sure you're not handing someone a loaded gun for a scene where you're going to fire it at them yes and then the last link in the chain, like the final person on the list, is Alec Baldwin. <clears throat> but here's m- my position on this I think everybody, including the talent, should be trained to handle a gun if they're going to handle a gun for a film. So, like, they do these things where, as an actor, you have to get insured in order to be on, like, in a film. Right. Because what happens if you die during filming? They, yep, yep, the, yep, of course. they take out insurance policies. So I think part of it should be if, if you know you're required to handle a firearm you should have training. And like some jerk will probably say well what if you're playing a brain surgeon? Do you have to go to medical school? No. There's a subtle difference. You're not actually scalpeling someone's brain in a film. But you are holding a gun in a film. Well, here's the
0: th- here's you the thing. You should be that- able
1: to at least tell, or be able to look at it yourself, open it up, and determine this is a a, a blank and this is a bullet.
0: Well, and I don't have thing. that
1: skill. I'm not claiming I do. So I what think I, if what I do have it,
0: learned should. from this situation is there isn't that much of a difference between a bullet and a blank. Essentially, which I didn't realize. Like, I always thought a blank was just like it's just making a sound. I didn't know that it's actually there is ammunition in a blank. Something and what happens is instead of there being a tip to the bullet, it's like almost like you're shooting a rubber bullet, right? Um, and so what they do is to make it seem more realistic so that the uh, actors react naturally. To it, which blows my mind because why do you even need to use that? Just put the sound effect in afterward That's and have I don't know have the actors act maybe. Yeah, yep.
1: That's the key. That's exactly what should happen.
0: You don't even you don't even have to bother with the gun training. Obviously, you do training to you know make yeah. it look realistic, but you don't you shouldn't have to train actors on how to tell if there's live ammunition in a gun or not, because you shouldn't be using real guns to begin with.
1: To begin with. There's no point. Yeah, I agree. Just act. Use
0: It could make a little laser noise for all we care. We would never know because you just change it.
1: Right. I agree. I think that's a good look. Number one, I I feel for Alec Baldwin because, you know, he's got to live with this for his whole life and that is traumatizing and you know i don't think and it's because of someone else's it. mistake and it's because of someone else's mistake and then that person also has to live with it um but i do think you can start doing these things in post production like i i don't see the problem yes
0: no I, absolutely and i think a lot more um productions are going to be doing that now yeah. after this because there's no point. Because they don't want to risk this either. Do you know the the amount of money that this person's family is going to get? Oh, because geez. of this. Because again, like I was seeing a lot of of actors coming out on on Twitter on social media, basically saying the way things are handled with the props and everything, this is a near impossibility. That like the amount of negligence that had yes. to take place for, for this to something occur. like this to happen is is monumental. Yeah. Yes. Um so I and, and I would think they're gonna they're gonna make a lot of changes now on top of it too. And just there's no reason. There's no reason to to have anything close to live ammunition on a set, let alone just real guns. Just exactly. Don't, just don't None. use them. Um, we can both roll with that.
1: I concur.
0: Okay. We we got the sad stuff out of the way. Let's move oh, on to got, some fun stuff. even Christensen will yeah. appear in the Ahsoka series as Darth Vader.
1: Will he now? Yes, he will. I... Ah... Uh... How do I feel about this? I'm happy for him because I think everybody deserves a second chance. Okay. And in, in theory, this would be his fourth because he was in three movies prior <laughs> or two movies. But um, he, he was not a good Anakin Skywalker. Not even a little. And now bit.
0: he's going to be Darth Vader. Yes. The iconic One of the, Mm -hmm. if not the, greatest villain in cinematic history.
1: Absolutely. He will be playing that role. Here's what I think I'm going to roll with. I'm going to roll with the suit doing most of the acting. It's like Batman. You know, the suit... Does a lot of the job for you. Okay. Okay. And then what you bring to it, it can make or break it, but the suits really doing a lot of the work. Like for example, uh, in rogue one, Vader was one of the best parts of that movie. The like little scene he was yes. in going through that hallway, just beating people with the lightsaber and, and the force and, like, really redeemed Vader for all the n- badness that happened in the Hayden Christensen. Like, they took away his right. guts. Um, so, but who, I don't know. I still don't know to this day who was in the suit. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. that I don't think that was the point of that. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. So, right. I think if he's going to be in Ahsoka, it's going to be suited up, being awesome, and then... Like moments where he's in his like health pod, yeah. With the to helmet me,
0: off. to me, the fact because he's also going to be in the, the Obi Wan series as well, yeah. That so now sense. they're adding him to a second series. And to me, if you're announcing the actor who's playing him, it, it seems to me that he's not just going to be like you know, having a modulated voice inside a suit. Every episode, like it seems yeah. to me, like he, if you're announcing the actor, he's gonna do some,
1: he's gonna do something right he's do something. Suit.
0: Here's my hot take on this yes, I think that this is where this, this is a good example right. of how nostalgia goes wrong. Oh, oh. interesting. The reason why they cast Hayden Christensen to bring him back is just because that was the name associated with Darth Vader from Ah. past movies, similar to, Oh, now you're going to reunite. Oh my gosh. Now I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Ewan McGregor. You're going to reunite Ewan McGregor with Hayden Christensen. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. That's all nostalgia based. If you're looking at it performance based, right. of course you bring back Ewan McGregor, he was great. Hayden Christensen, why would you ever bring him back? You can't recast him. Well, I I don't, now we're stuck with Hayden Christensen I, because they miscast him yeah,
1: twenty years ago.
0: I, I y- so we have to right. stick
1: with him. You are right, but I don't know necessarily anyone was nostalgic for Hayden Because, Like I do feel like had they well, gone they got another the headline, way, we'd right? be okay. That's what
0: it was. They got the headline.
1: Right, but they took a chance with that headline because he was so universally hated that I feel like they did it and they're like, "All right, this will be interesting. We'll get, you know, but we're going to take a risk here." See,
0: I think it's it's pivoted though. That the outlook the, the on him team? has now shifted from he's so terrible to like, yeah. he's so bad. It's good territory. Like he's so bad that people like it now. Like the, the, all of the different memes, like people love all of the Anakin memes, him talking about the sand,
1: him. Yes. Like
0: it's a, it's a big joke, but that's all like gone wrong now. Cause now we're stuck with him.
1: We, we certainly are. Anyways, that's that's my
0: hot take and I'm trolling this. I think he should have been recast. Have anyone else played Darth Vader and people aren't even thinking about like, oh, why why'd they do this and not Hayden Christensen?
1: Truth. You you make a strong point. It's hard to argue.
0: Moving on. The Barbie
1: movie starring
0: Margot Robbie has cast Ryan Gosling To play Ken.
1: Uh, Here's what I'll say. I'm going to troll this. I I (laughs) just I I I have had it.
0: What are you trolling here?
1: I am trolling almost every aspect of this. (laughs) And I know nothing about it. I I'm trolling the fact that there is a Barbie film at all. I'm trolling what will inevitably be some uh political statement in this film about the role of of whoever everyone in society and and how we all fit in i'm trolling that i'm trolling having ryan gosling who probably is the perfect ken
0: well that's the thing like if we're just yeah. strictly talking casting here it's genius it it there's no better person to have playing Ken than Ryan Gosling, yeah. and no, probably no better person to be playing Barbie than Margot Robbie.
1: This I is absolutely funny. perfect casting, but there's no way this it will be accepted by the public. Someone is going to be pissed off, and we're going to have to listen to them at great length. For, like you know, it's either going to be. Oh this wasn't this was this is demeaning to women and Barbie and this and that and it just shows a, or or it's going to be they really woke. went overboard and too woke and too the, you know it's like th- this is an example yeah. of lose lose like there's leave no winning Barbie i think that's box. fair there's no winning here i think that's fair
0: i i no can, i can, can see how like Oh if you do, if you do it one way yes you're going to have people who are saying oh it's not yeah diverse enough it's not socially conscious enough but then if you right. are socially conscious then you're going to have the people who don't want things socially conscious be like oh my god why did they have to shove this in my face all the time Down my blah, throat. blah 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 yeah. and it's like all right um, oh, yeah i could see, i could see where this is kind of a lose lose it's interesting that they're going with this but at the same time like you know barbie is a, a brand name and that's what they make movies of
1: nowadays and they will get some kind of uh, because of the name brandness like someone's going to show up to watch it yeah.
0: I, I'm rolling with the, the casting because again there's no denying right how well they've casted the, the lead roles to this movie but I concur I, I the movie itself sure I, I can give that a troll I'm not I'm not going to go see it Um. I actually, you never know. I might, I don't know if I'll go to a theater to see this, but
1: it might maybe end I'll, up on your I'll, I Might end watch up list.
0: seeing it on a stream just to be like, all right, let's see what happened here. Um, more casting news. Yeah. The rest of this is casting news, actually. Brendan Fraser has been cast mm. as the villain Firefly in the Batgirl movie.
1: This. Intrigues me a great deal. Uh I was aware of this. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with this because he, he, Brendan, we need a little Brendan Fraser back in our world. He was alright. And he got a bum rap. You know, Brendan Fraser was okay. And he was in that movie that you suggested to me, that, whose name is Escaping yes, Me. Yes,
0: No Sudden Move.
1: No Sudden Move. And he was like good at playing kind of a heavy part. Not heavy because of his weight, but like a bad guy type role. Correct. So Firefly, interesting character. Catwoman, interesting uh, place to introduce that character. And we still don't know fully the tone of that film. But I think he'll fit in. I think he'll. I think he'll do an interesting job.
0: Yeah, I. You know, believe it or not, mm. back in the day, Brendan Fraser was headlining, marketable major franchises. Oh yeah, major movie franchises with The Mummy, mm. uh, Jungle Book. Oh yeah, not Jungle Book. Uh, George of the Jungle. Right, he was George of the Jungle. That's who he was. He was George of the Jungle. Yes, George indeed. of the Jungle. He was in um, what was that one movie? Like Bedazzled or something. He
1: was in the. It was Bedazzled. I enjoyed. The oh, movie. it
0: was Bedazzled. Yeah. Um, he was in that. Like he was in Big. Uh, was it Bedazzled? Wait, a something, minute. something like that. With I have um, to find out now. With. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth Hurley! It was bedazzled. With oh, Elizabeth it was Hurley. bedazzled. Yes, okay. that name is so ridiculous that right. you think that you must be getting it wrong. Must right. Be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was in a lot of stuff. Uh, yes. Late '90s, early 2000s. Right. Um, Absolutely. And then he kind of fell off. Yes. Now he started to make a little bit of comeback, and I think this is a good pivot for him to now be playing more uh, character-driven roles playing villains because he was always leading man right um which is crazy to say that brendan fraser
1: (laughs) was was always
0: leading man um but he was and so i think this i think this makes sense i think this is a good career move for him to get him Mm -hmm. now back into the swing of things here um and i like it i like when um actors make these pivots and in the roles that yeah. they choose i think that actors should do this earlier in their careers and play a more diverse uh, group of roles villains heroes side characters whatever i think they have longer lasting careers doing things like that unless you're like the top of the top like i don't know if tom hanks has ever played a villain but he's just word You know what I mean? It's 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 tough to argue with his performance performances, but then I I would argue, take a look at someone like Will Smith. Right. Who was basically trying to do the same thing that Tom Hanks did. Right. Where he's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to always be leading man hero of the movie. Right. And his career has just been up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Whereas if he took more risks with the roles he was taking, you know, he was offered um, he was offered the role of Neo in The Matrix. He was gotcha. offered um the role of Django in Django Unchained. Like, there's certain movies that oh, I wonder what his career would have been like if it he didn't stick to just being
1: that, the, the that, cer- that
0: one certain guy. Um, anyways, just just I, a, I a little a tangent. Uh, um, I concur. <laughs> on that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for Brendan Fraser, a little Brendan Fraser resurgence.
1: Little That'd Brendan stance. Fraser stance. Lastly. What do we got? Bill Murray Ooh.
0: apparently has a secret role in Ant-Man 3.
1: This interests me again. Uh, I'm not sure what it could be, how he would fit in, but I've, I'm, I'm made curious by this. And, and I'll say this, here's what I'll, I'm rolling with this, because if Bill Murray is to be in this universe, that's the perfect film for him to make his appearance.
0: One, I think we need to talk about how ant-man quantum mania yes now has two major major castings Mm -hmm. because you have bill murray now in this secret role whatever it's going to be who knows maybe it's just going to be a bit part or, or like a little you know cameo who knows um who knows and then you have the fact that this was the first announcement that jonathan majors was playing kang the conqueror yes for this film um what is this movie going to be like where it's the third installment of of a trilogy within the MCU that has been fun has been enjoyable but Indeed. is definitely not the most important
1: no of all
0: of the the franchises within the franchise
1: but it is it is working like it's as as are they absolutely. all absolutely But the tone of Ant-Man has been perfect. And it's definitely a Bill Murray tone.
0: Yes. It's definitely a Bill Murray
1: tone. A Bill Murray friendly tone. I I approve this casting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm into it too. I am just wondering who he's going to be. I can't wait to see who he's going to be. I'm
1: curious who he's going to be. Um, some relative i'm
0: I'm trying to look up here what certain theories are some people think he might be um scott lang's father
1: that would make a Um, lot of sense
0: some people think he's just going to be playing himself (laughs) that would Um, also be fun so who knows what he's going to end up being maybe it's i'm thinking it's probably just a cameo
1: yeah
0: all things considered i mean this is bill murray we're talking about he's not going to be signing up up for like a 10 movie deal with mcu correct um but fun nonetheless none the less neil
1: yes it's
0: time to bring it back
1: let's bring it back what do we bring it back
0: let's suggest oh yes some movies mm-hmm. or tv shows Whichever
1: one. Whichever. I listen, it is time to bring it back. We've, we've, we've done a lot of work in the, in the period of the last uh, several weeks. Um, you managed to get and all the way through October without having a scary movie suggestion for me. And I am not going to give you one tonight. I have okay. a suggestion that is uh, apropos, I feel. Okay. Given the release of the latest James Bond film, okay. Now I make it no secret, Chris, that I am no fan of Tim or of uh, Craig. Daniel um, Craig. Correct. Daniel Craig. Mr. Crackers. Uh, I find that he has, uh, to put it simply and softly and as kindly as I can been the destruction of all the good uh, memories and fond feelings America has had and the world has had for James Bond.
0: Okay, that's but I interesting, don't want to be too be, harsh. You'd be the only person who feels that way because America uh, enjoys the, the latest James America's Bond. America's complex, are people Chris, who We're very complex. Neil, okay. there are people who find and identify with these James Bond movies more than any other James Bond movies. Listen. There are a lot of people, especially those who grew up with these, because, you know, every era of James Bond, every era, yes. that James Bond is that generation's James Bond, right? This a lot is, For the, the most part. And there's a whole slew of people who consider Daniel Craig their James Bond.
1: This is true. There was also a whole slew of people that bought and wore parachute pants. So let's not really get tied into generational uh, understandings. Okay. Regardless, um, I think you should watch on Hulu. All right. The uh, film called Becoming Bond. Okay. I'm
0: actually interested in that. Yes. Very interested in watching that.
1: It is about the gentleman who only played Bond once, George Lazenby. It's a kind of documentary slash movie where they're breaking the fourth wall, but it's all actors. It's not, well, with the exception of George Lazenby, who does a voiceover and interacts a little bit. And they tell the story of how he became Bond, what okay. it was like making Bond. His attitudes towards Cubby Broccoli, the producer, and an explanation of the reasons why he did not continue on as Bond. Very but given, interesting. Given that this movie just came out and we're about to start a new era, you know anything can happen. Anybody can be cast. We might get a one and done. You know we never thought we would in the past, but we did. Uh, Roger Moore did seven films. Lazenby yes, did, did one. Uh, Pierce Brosnan only did four. Timothy Dalton, two. Like anything can happen from here. So I thought this would be an interesting way to go.
0: I like, and this is great timing because I am currently watching all of the James Bond films. Ditto. I am through Thunderball.
1: Nice. I still have to currently. go see with my third film of the week, the new James Bond movie.
0: Okay. What else did you have? You seen another movie outside I went see of Halloween June? Kills? Oh, you saw Halloween Kills. How did you feel about that?
1: I, I enjoyed it. It was a little. Uh, they tried to have a little wokeness in there.
0: Interesting. With, yeah, a Halloween
1: movie, but not not in the way like people would think. It's uh, long story short. You know, he's an escaped mental patient, and he escapes with, like two other people, but not together. And they mistake one of these other escapees for Mike Myers and they're like we're going to kill him we're going to go out and kill Mike Myers and these people just follow these lunatics like sheep and you know there's a whole sheepful aspect of the movie that I think was like not necessary okay just make a slasher movie I'll never see it I know you will (laughs) I did see James Bond though yes I have to go see that
0: um okay I have two possible suggestions for you. Talk to me. Um, both are television series. Um, one is kind of a no-brainer, like is is the easy suggestion for you. Okay. Um, because we've we've spoken about it. Right. Um, another is one that you may or may not have watched on your own. And I'm not sure if you have. Both are ultimately social commentaries. Okay. Um, they, are, they are shedding light on certain aspects of our society. One on our society in America and one on more of a global scale of, of how the world works.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: is there either that you'd be leaning towards?
1: What's this global scale situation you're discussing?
0: So essentially it's because it's foreign. Aha. Uh-huh. So okay. uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bury the lead here. I have two suggestions oh, for I'm- you and you could pick which one you want to watch. Tell me. One of the suggestions we've talked to, about uh, extensively already in the last few episodes is Squid Game. Yes. That is the easy suggestion for you. The second suggestion for you is one that actually had a teaser uh, dropped a couple hours ago right? for the upcoming third season that's going to premiere next year. Um, and it is created by uh, someone who we both really like and admire, uh, right. Donald Glover, and that's Ooh. Atlanta.
1: Ooh. Well, you know what? I do need to try the Squid Game situation
0: okay that's what i, I have feel like to. you need
1: to yeah have I you seen
0: try. atlanta no okay so i can save that suggestion
1: yes and i okay. won't until after
0: i like it all right squid game there you go that's your suggestion all right squid game i will i will watch all right neil you're gonna watch squid game which i'm very excited for oh yeah. i am gonna watch the bond documentary on hulu um we don't have any shows going on But we do have uh, The Eternals next weekend Oh yeah It's coming out um, You're gonna go see No Time to Die I am going to see that Okay so see No Time to Die Before we podcast And we will do a whole Should we just do a James Bond epi- Dedicated episode of I, the think podcast?
1: We, I think we could Definitely get away with one of them
0: with a little pivot into Squid Game, but we'll mainly focus on Jake A
1: little next, miniature next or a pivot? Yeah.
0: Okay, I like it. I can um, support that. We appreciate all of you for listening to another episode of Those All the Stream. Uh, please, wherever you're listening, uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Uh, we are available on all of the podcast platforms. And we're also available on Neil's fantastic website, gluedtothescreen.com. That's glued, the number two, screen.com. Neil, what do you have to say to the people?
1: Stream on, everybody.